It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back after a long break to 32 fans. I'm Alex Chester, and with me, as always, is Akiva Wienerker. Akiva, it's been a long, long time since we've spoken. We missed a week for the first time ever. First time ever. I think what was our streak like at? Like 100 people something? <laughs> asked me about it. Oh, you got asked by four people? Yeah, I was saying that's a very low number. You seem impressed by it. Yeah, no, that's a lot of people. Listen, I mean, also, we don't, the thing, this podcast doesn't, like, release like my Seinfeld podcast does, which is the exact same time every week. time, yeah. So it's easy to, like, if we do one on Thursday and then another one, like, the next Monday, who knows, like, if it's been 10 days. Yeah, but we've always done one every single week, at least, if not more. Obviously, in August, we do much more. Never. Uh, This is the first time we ever missed a week. Yeah. Uh, And last time. Last week. Probably not. Yeah, I don't know. So, um, yeah, but we're back. It's uh, it's the uh, hopefully we'll have this up before the NBA finals are over. Do you know they say absence makes the heart grow fonder? Yeah, not in this case. No, no, for sure. I didn't miss you really. Yeah, <laughs> I thought like oh, I could probably never speak to him again. We'll be okay. Yeah, like um, don't you have friends? Don't you have friends who you were good friends with? You probably like maybe you went to uh, you know we have a lot of friends. We each made a lot of friends separately um, uh, in our gap year abroad in Israel or or in college, and it's like. You're good friends with them, but they move somewhere, or one of you gets married way earlier than the other one, and you still really like them, but you just never, maybe they're not like in your fantasy football league, or you don't yeah, G chat them, and you just lose touch, even though you kind of always liked the person, and it was, you would have actually probably liked to be in touch with them, but you're lazy, or you didn't care, or they didn't put any effort. So Yeah, and it's actually interesting because, you know, I was choosing what neighborhood to move to, yeah. and some of those people lived in some of those neighborhoods, and it was, like, people who I was, like, really close with at earlier points in my life, and I was yeah. like, well, if I move here, we'll become friends again, right? but, you know, but I'm moving into a different place, so basically we'll become even, you know, even less of friends. Right, you'll actually, now it's like, this was your chance, but it's also awkward, like, there are people in my life who, let's say you were, like, best friends with someone, but you haven't, like, there's people, <laughs> I, like, uh, added a guy on Twitter. Someone said, "Who's that?" I posted a picture from a Super Bowl party when I was like eleven. And oh, somebody's is like, that who's the one that where you're wearing like the Chiefs jersey or something? No, I no somebody else. I think it's like yeah. someone's like, "Who's that guy?" And I like I was gonna I was gonna like write his name, or I was just gonna say like, "Oh, you don't know him. It's not the person you think it is." And then I searched him on Twitter, and he was there. So like after not speaking to him for like twenty two oh, years, him. I tagged yeah. him. And yeah. twenty two years, I haven't spoken. <laughs> Yeah, and and like uh, he didn't respond, and I tagged they, another guy who hadn't spoken to in like twelve years, and he's and he followed me. He's like, "Hey, what's up?" Um, basically, when you're an adult male, yeah. when you're mm-hmm. outside of school or whatever, yeah. other than the people who live in your area, your your building, your neighborhood, whatever, yes. or people you know you work with, obviously, or work people with. in like it's your work fantasy with leagues and live and and live with or fantasy sports, or yeah, no, the the only way to make a new friend is to work with someone or to live like in their building or like next yeah. door neighbor or something, yeah. The only way to keep it, to stay in touch with someone is like fantasy sports. Yeah. You root for the same team, even if you're on the same fantasy. Like, like I have friends who are Yankee fans who, if they were Mets fans, we would still be really close. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I could, we, yeah. like, I could email about the Mets any day, but they're yeah. Yankee fans, so I'm, I'm just like, there's nothing to talk to them about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're Yankee fans, so they're probably like serial killers or bad people. It doesn't matter. Yeah, probably, most likely. Is Trump a Yankees fan? I mean, he doesn't really care about sports. So but. I was talking. Someone wrote an article. On the ringer, and shocking, it was horrible, and it was about Trump as a sports fan, and didn't even address whether he roots for any teams or not. It was just well, about, I like... Think he, he doesn't really. He roots for individuals, like, you know, he roots for the Patriots. Because he roots he's for his with, friends, like, if he's friends yeah. with one owner in each sport, 
yeah. like Robert Kraft, he probably roots for them. He likes golf. I don't know if he like he didn't fill out yeah. an NCAA bracket because oh, he, he doesn't follow basketball. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, he loves golf. He plays golf twice. No, no, he loves golf. He like watches. <laughs> he'll watch like non-major golf tournaments. I think it's a sign, like another sign that he's a sociopath that he doesn't, and not just him. Anybody who like sort of cares about sports but doesn't have any favorite teams. Like I, I, I think I, only Chuck Klosterman's allowed to do that. Have I ever told you this story? Um, when I was in Yeshiva University, your alma mater, mm-hmm. um, or, or perhaps actually I was in high out. school, but okay. I went to the I went to the high school on the same campus. Yes, and we were watching, and I remember it was the Packers Forty Nine ers wild card game. It was that crazy, like the, the Terrell Owens catch. The game. The same T- day where the Giants Forty Nine Owens Owens where yeah. he screams Owens ten times. What a great yeah. ending. Yeah. So so there was this guy, and I vividly remember what he looks like sort of the short, stocky guy with a thick beard. Is and he, he red hair? Watching, brown hair. Oh, and not he, a redhead, because then I would think it's like Ari Majewski, because he was always no. in that room yelling. And this okay. is uh, this is in this is in, um, this is in uh, Ruben Hall. You know what I think year? They later t- they la- this was in like ninety nine. Like before, oh yeah, yeah. this, this is we before school. we were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there. It was before. Yeah, you were before there. college people yeah. were there. Yeah, and this this was in Ruben Hall. Uh, behind, I think they turned it into the workout room later, but it used yes. to be like a TV room with like some. Yeah, you know, like I, some I was never in it because it was the workout yeah. room. I did not go yeah. once in three years. So it used to be the TV room when we were, but you know, in the late nineties. So we're watching the game, and I mean, this is like the thing that would happen in a commercial. This guy with a beard like at some point at some key point late in the fourth quarter he claps really loudly and he says let's go sports but not to be like sarcastic no way. Ironic, like like enthusiastically <laughs> that's amazing so i turned to that him would have been the highlight of my I, life yeah. i turned to him and i said are, are you uh are you a, like a, a 49ers fan like i was trying to figure out his fandom and he's like no i'm just a big fan of sports <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, the, that's the greatest thing I've ever heard that's in my justin life. bieberish actually justin yeah Bieber that's amazing that week. Yeah. when i when i was watching the jets um, which one was it? The Jets-Colts AFC Championship game, the 2009 AFC Championship, which was in January 2010. We took the kids to Disney World. So we left the park. It was the first day we were there. My fa- my grandfather, now my father stayed in the park because he's a super dad and super grandfather. He stayed yeah. in the park. My grandfather and I went to watch the, the game in a Disney hotel bar, and I could not sit because I was too nervous, and it, big games I literally can't sit down, couldn't physically sit. All three hours, three and a half hours paced, you know, while I watched the Jets blow 17-6 lead. And I was like shaking and I was, you know, like an absolute physical mess, probably sweating puddles at the end. And the bartender came over to me and he's like, can I just ask you a question? Like, how much money, how much money did you have on this game? And I was like, zero dollars. Like, I just care so much. What do you mean? Like, he didn't. And he was like, he didn't believe he was like, he didn't understand that someone could like, I don't know, like care about. So he was the opposite of the I love sports. He hates all sports. He just thinks people gamble. Um. Yeah, so this guy I was making fun of in yeah. I don't know if this is his defense, but just as a statement of fact, he was mm-hmm. from uh he was from Los Angeles, which is uh, why he didn't have a football team. I was going to say I was going to guess like some lame place in Jersey. Yeah. Although now he has two football teams. Yeah, which one do you think he likes? He probably loves like sports. You know, <laughs> like he loves Yeah, I mean the Rams they're, they're both the such terrible teams. Like, but he, uh, he the, Ra- the Rams and the Chargers. He probably has like a split Rams Chargers jersey. Yeah, oh for sure. Are you still do in touch with those? him? I'm sure. <laughs> Our relationship blossomed from that one day, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so what we're doing, yeah, so the NBA, I'm, I'm depressed already about, first of all, how crappy the entire NBA playoffs have been. And I see, now, I can rest on my laurels. I'm not depressed because I know my team, number one, was at the very worst, the second best team in the NBA this year. That's clear, right? I mean, we played one game at full strength with the Warriors. What, are you arguing that the Spurs are not better than the Cavs? I mean, uh, there's no evidence to support that. I mean, other than they had a better record, they uh, beat them when they played them, and they were literally at full strength beating the Cavs by 25 points in Golden State, something they had already done once this year. Um, I think they beat them by more than 25 the first time Um, in Golden State. uh, When the the best player in the NBA... When the best player in the NBA... Oh, my God. You're so annoying. Sprained his ankle... And then yeah. their then their second best scorer also got hurt, and at that point, obviously, they were going to get killed. But I'm not saying the Spurs would have won, but the Spurs certainly could have won. They would have won Game One. Like the Warriors wouldn't be 16 and 0. They were up 25 and had all the momentum, and were destroying the Warriors with six minutes left in the third quarter. The Warriors don't go on like the 80,000 to 0 run if Kawhi Leonard can just score at will, which he was doing, and can defend. You know, basically defend two guys at once. You're right, because the Warriors never come back from massive deficits. I'm not saying games. they don't, but they yeah. only won, again, they, Spurs didn't have Kawhi, 
and they lost by Look, three. Yes, obviously, we would have liked to have seen Kawhi stay healthy, and we would have liked to have seen They lost by three. Yeah. Are you saying Kawhi wouldn't have been worth four points no, the last— I would like—okay, the bottom line is this. The point is the NBA playoffs have sucked for whatever reason. Beyond And sucked. the worst Beyond part— sucked. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're about to be over, and sports are going to be even worse. There's like no— you know. Well, how is your baseball back, team doing? I literally don't know the Twins record. They're in first place. Uh, not they have the worst pitching in the American League at, for you know for a change. So it's not sustainable. But, their first place. Yeah, I mean, I mean Byron Buxton. He's he's above 050 right now. His batting average. Uh, not much, okay. but he's so good defensively. Uh, yeah, I don't care. Um, I, a the, guy named something named Brandon Kinsner has like 45 saves. Yeah, but he's blown two saves in the last yeah, he's week. Got like a his, ERA. his ERA went from under one to over three in a couple of days. So that's not a good sign. Uh, the Twins would be the worst team in the in the AL East. That's a hot take for you. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I had I mean, an by far take. the worst run differential. Of I had an actual hot take the other day, and, and my wife reacted the way that one reacts naturally when they hear a great hot take, and I realized I probably should have used this on our hot takeoff. What was it? I mean, it was Trump-related. I don't know. People Can I give you two more hot that. takes from the hot takeoff yeah. that I regret give not using? Some, yeah, uh, number one, steak is trash. It's the most overrated food in the world. It's, yeah, so hard to ch- it's so hard to cut. It's so hard to chew. Why, when we go to like a fancy restaurant, it's hey, like... Hold on. Thing- what, what, what are you getting? It Like super well done? Like burnt to a crisp? No, it's hard to chew. Steak is, steak is like... Oh, it's easy to choke on. It's like a big choking food. A steak, uh, it's, a steak is a fine food. It shouldn't be the default option at a nice restaurant. Yeah, like, I don't know. I like freaking like general chow chicken better than steak. Yeah, that's a, that's a bad take. But whatever. It's a hot take. Fine. What's the other yeah, hot take? Yeah, so steak is bad. Um, it's really it's three it's three in the morning here, so I, I I slipped on my other take. I forget it right now, but if it comes yeah. back to me, I'll. So my hot take was in a yeah. way, and I qualified it by in a way. I understand not in most ways, but in a way, I said that Trump. I'd rather have Hitler as president than Trump. All right, that's an idiotic <laughs> take. I hope Jen kicked you in the ball. No, and, but the, in a way, what I'm saying because like Trump is just like so deeply, deeply embarrassing. You know, like we're gonna like they're gonna look back in American history ten, hundred to five hundred years from now, and just you know. I I like I'm genuinely the level of embarrassment. I'm genuinely puzzled by people who aren't ashamed of him every day. Like even if you <laughs> even if you agree with everything he says, let's just say like I just want the Republicans to win, and that's fine, and that's your side, and it doesn't matter because he's better than what Hillary would have been for me, and and like doesn't matter. Like he's our president, and get used to it. Okay, you know what? Fine, that's your opinion. You have to at least admit that he is an absolute moron. Like you have to admit he's the dumbest person you've ever met in your life. Like the. <laughs> We were we're gonna do a podcast. I don't, if people want us to do it, maybe we'll do it in two weeks. But like, would this person would person X be better be a better president than Donald Trump? Like Lindsay Lohan. But like objectively, look at it and say like, would, should we just do that instead of what we we're gonna do? Let's do that instead. <laughs> we we're gonna do uh, rank the twenty best NBA final winners of all time. Do you want to just do the Trump the, the, the would X be better than Trump podcast? Is your call? Whatever. It's it's three in the morning. I'm deferring to you. Well, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's just okay. come up with a couple people. We're, okay. we're, we're switching gears here. <laughs> Like, okay, Lindsay, like, objectively, Lindsay Lohan or Donald Trump? So now, we're the problem for argument's the, sake that she's 35 years old, she's qualified yeah, constitutionally. No, well, yeah, yeah. No, everything is the same about her except she's eligible to be president. Okay. Would I, she be a better president than Donald Trump? And keep in mind, like, the economy hasn't tanked. Like, if you have money in the stock market, it's fine, right? It's so, Short term, yeah. Short term, uh, it's a fine. Second. Question. Lindsay Lohan, I don't know enough about her. Does she have a drug problem? Good question. It's 50-50. Right now she's well, like she's the one the one saving grace for Trump is that he's he doesn't have, he's not addicted I mean to drugs mm-hmm. or alcohol. Although you could also say this is like like Nixon he's was an alcoholic, to TV, which which yeah, my parents always said was worse. <laughs> Nixon was an alcoholic and that was part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Although maybe this is an indictment of Trump cuz he's this bad sober. Sober. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's Maybe we need him drunk. Sure. <laughs> Drunk Trump tweeting, by the way. Although his tweets already seem like he's drunk. So, um, um, all right. So Lindsay Lohan. So now Lindsay had- Lohan would have a similar problem to Trump that everyone thinks he's in the pocket of Russia. She literally is like buddies with Erdogan now. Like she's marrying a Turkish dude, and she yeah. she's like in Tur- she's in big Turkey's pocket. You know. Yeah, but so so is Trump though. Now, if Lindsay Lohan literally I mean, won the Flynn, presidency Flynn tomorrow, literally convinced Trump to not. Um, attack ISIS in that using those Kurdish and I'm going to sound ignorant because I forget the details, but using using the Kurdish militia they were going to use because the Tur- the Turkish were against it and Flynn was literally on the payroll of Turkey at the time. The yeah. Erdogan isn't actually paying Lindsay Lohan anything, is he? I mean, who knows? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but and listen, I'm partial to Lindsay Lohan. She's from my neck of the woods. She's from where my mom was born, from Belmore, that America. The the um, you know Long Islanders have to stick together. She's probably a Mets fan. 
I don't think that we can say demonstrably that she would be worse than. Well, Trump, here's the problem. I, I don't think here's we would know one of the questions. Be would the stock market crash if Lindsay Lohan was was elected president? I think it would. Well, hold on a second. But when Trump first got elected, there was yeah. a lot of volatility early because people were so worried. But then Only people volatility realized that first night. Yeah, but like I'm George saying so. I don't think made like yeah. So I, I don't think I don't think there would be a. I don't think necessarily it'd be the same thing with Lindsay Lohan. No, because I think they even though, you know, Trump is incompetent. I think like it's fair to assume like, oh, he's just going to be in the pocket of Wall Street because they've used himself. But he but he campaigned on literally 180 degrees. The opposite of that. Okay, but nobody campaigned rapidly again. Don't take him literally. But that's That's what his but his but his whole thing, his supporters claim that the reason they like him is because he is consistent in what he says. Now, I mean, he's completely nobody wants to hear about Trump. We realize that, right? So why are we talking about it then? Let's, so let's go, go back to the top to the 20. All right, but let's quickly. <laughs> rapid fire. Lindsay Lohan or Trump? I think it's a push. Charlie Sheen or Trump? Probably now we have an addiction Sh- issue. Well, so Charlie Sheen, yeah. He was I mean, on he would be winning. Drugs. Yeah, remember he started hashtag winning as a thing. Yeah. I mean, remember Before how like Trump. famous Charlie Sheen was for like three months? Yeah. It, was, it came and it went. It was early Twitter, but it would have been like... You know, it, that was like blowing up Twitter. The winning yeah. and like See, he literally went on tour. Like he's not a band. He like rented yeah. out like big <laughs> venues yeah. to do nothing and like got <laughs> exactly. booed out of every building people and like people bought, just people showed up the next tickets. night. Like yeah. Jeff Rose saved it by like roasting people a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess Charlie Sheen. I mean, is he sober right now? Do we know the answer to that? Hmm. The thing is, it, it's. I, I think it's know. hard to do worse. Like, what could you actively be doing worse? So I'm not really sure what the answer is. I think this is probably another push to me. Yeah. Um, no, I think Trump would probably be better than Sheen. I feel like you could buy Sheen so – like, because Trump is a little richer than Sheen. Like, it would be so easy to buy Sheen. Like, you could probably but, but, literally but, give him but, drugs. But, but, Trump, but Trump literally, all you do is compl- – you don't have to give him money. You just compliment right. you him. You just compliment him once. Yeah, I mean, you're look how he reacted to Saudi Arabia yeah. where they put his face on buildings. Look how he reacted to Europe. Yeah. And and in fairness, he like it, it looks like he didn't know that we had troops in Qatar. So – Oh yeah, 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 that's one for him. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, to be honest, one last thing about Trump, and then I, let's let's talk about basketball. I think the most interesting thing I could possibly think of in the whole world is Trump being like in a sort of "Are you smarter than the third grader?" thing, where like the next. I wanted th- to answer basic questions. What is a Protestant? Do you know he's ostensibly a Presbyterian, and he asked he asked in a meeting a couple yeah. weeks ago, uh, "Are Presbyterians Christians?" Yeah, no. I, by the way, that doesn't even impress me because we both know people who went to twenty years of Orthodox school. Who couldn't tell you, like, the second Pusuk in the Torah, you know? So, by the way, do people know Megillah, like the phrase, the whole Megillah? Because I just use it on RHAP, and I realized, like, oh, people might not know what that is. I'm not well, sure. so uh, you are not watching Fargo, but Fargo last night had um, half of it was in Hebrew, and there was all there was a long discussion of Rabbi Nachman from Uman. Mm-hmm. And um, so I tweeted, I also wrote on Facebook where the crowd uh, appreciated it more. I tweeted, I said, it's the firmest and minnesota is show in television history. Mm-hmm. And uh, somebody responded and said, can you please say firmest on the podcast? So there, I've said it. Firmest? Yeah. Why do they want you to say firmest? I don't know. you got to ask. Uh, okay. Hold on. Let me see on Twitter. It just means more th- most orthodox if someone doesn't know what they mean. Yeah. Um, fr- firm is just a Yiddish way of saying religious. So uh, um, firmest uh, in a Jewish context. It was, who was it? Brandon Fitzpatrick? Let's see. Um, no, he no. doesn't know what firmest is. Wait, oh, wait, Hello? Um, yeah. I forget what. I oh, was. it was Friday Physical. Oh, Michael Friday. The guy, By the way, his yeah, name is Michael Friday. That's the guy's always name. working out. He's Michael Friday. He's working. I like out. He when sent he, us he sent us, us a video of himself working out while listening to our. Yeah, podcast. but his real name is Michael Friday. He sent it in. I don't think I'm doxing him here. He, I didn't know if he was oh. Friday Physical or Michael Friday, but yeah, okay. he, he sent me emails. He's Michael Friday. He was in the hot takeoff. He did well, but he didn't win. Yeah, he gave me a couple good takes, but Rob didn't like him. Um. All right, let's let's give me your top twenty because uh, right now we are one game away from the Warriors winning. There's uh, the Cavs aren't going to try in Game Four. We both agree, right? They're going to lose. Yeah, I mean, my prediction before the the, before the the series was Golden State in five. Yeah, I had four, which is what it it should have been. I'm still not sure how the Warriors won last night. Yeah, I just watched the highlights without knowing who won. Like the there's oh, you didn't watch the game. It was I watched it was. I didn't it care. Was one I was of, it was sure an incredible game in yeah, a no, terrible sure. playoffs. It was a pure. But the Cavs were in control the whole game. Yeah, and and then they just lost. And, By the way, I should mention. Um, I went to. I left my house tonight. I went to what? Yeah, oh, I went Shech, to a, throwing uh, more Hebrew. I went to a um an, an Israeli league uh, playoff game, quarterfinals. Winner makes. By basketball. the way, what do you think basketball. of this format? Eight teams make the playoffs. Okay. Yeah. Best of five in the round of eight, the quarterfinals. 
Okay. The Final Four is one game each, best of one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's the European sense. basketball also. That's like yeah. all of European basketball. <laughs> but it makes no sense. But they also yeah. did it. Maccabi Tel Aviv won like 49 out of 50 championships. So they did it to try and get more flukes. And they, they're not good. Maccabi yeah. Tel Aviv is the four seed. That they, you know, they won. Wait, they're not, they're not the dominant team in Israel right now? That's insane. Uh, they, had, they had the worst year ever. They got knocked out of the EuroLeague right away. Oh, really? Oh, that's too bad. I, their payroll is like $11 million. Every other team is one or two. Who who are their high profile international guys? Right they don't now? have. They've got to get Devin Smith as their best player. They don't have anybody right now. They stink. Oh, oh, too bad. The, I mean, uh, Hapoel Jerusalem. They're, historically, to, they're they're a European power. Power. They just they had the worst team ever. Hapoel Jerusalem has Amari Stoudemire coming off the bench. Well, he's not. He's he, he can only he's 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 on like a very strict minute requirement. It looks like he only plays like 12, 15 minutes. He had a few dunks tonight. So I went to the game. Let me tell you about it because it was the best sporting environment probably I've ever been in. Like the crowd sang for two hours straight. They stood. They were so into it. Um, I thought because I misread the Hebrew on the on the on like the Ticketmaster form. Like I thought we were sitting in the visitors' seats, so I didn't like they, everyone wore red. I told my friends I went with Morty Charnowitz, friend of the yep. podcast, and Ari Gold, original creator of the podcast, and yep. uh, we went and we. I, I told them not to wear red because I thought we'd get like batteries thrown in your head because that's what happens in European sports when yeah. you're like go to. But if you've been to a get, basketball game in Israel before. No, I mean like. Have you, been to, a, have you for, been to a soccer game in Israel? Yeah, I've been to soccer. So okay, I thought, and I've been to American football. So I thought yeah, that American, uh, American sports are trash compared to European sports. Uh, the only thing that comes yeah. close, no, is college, college, college sports. College sports are just as good as. Well, but, no, no, only in a few campuses, in a few situations. Yeah, I know. I mean, college football, many campuses, college basketball, a few. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. But anyway, it didn't really say guest. It was just like the guest side where they where they sit and where they like go into the tunnel. So we could have sat anywhere, but we—I don't know how these seats were available because it was almost sold out. We got fifth row, which was really fourth row, uh, on the court. An incredible view. Uh, the the atmosphere was amazing. We went and we got some Burger King beforehand or Burger Ranch, whatever it is. So I was very excited. I I got a triple burger because I'm a pig. I got like the. Th- you ever get a triple? Oh man, it was great. I don't think anyway. I got a triple. I've got a double. Yeah, it was extra four shekels. That's one dollar. Like it was very exciting. So it was like really, and I never go yeah, out. Yeah, but so what's that third piece of meat doing for you? I uh, you know. The worst question is like, how cheap is this meat that they're willing to give you a third burger for, for, for like? But I'm saying I'd rather have a, I'd rather like throw on a fried egg or something. Like, yeah, give a different I, texture, I listen, different flavor. I, I don't want their fried eggs. You know what I mean? I don't need uh, to like. I don't need to like well, run yeah, to like I the mean, stadium. The thing is, Israel has, has, and I guess America also, though we don't take advantage of it. You know, KFC is so coming these, back. That was really the big news oh. for me this week. KFC well, I'm saying Israel back. has so many. I guess the equivalent would be like Shake Shacks in America of the places like like. Burgers Bar, for example, places yeah. that are like a little bit one step up from fast food. Yeah, they're chains that are but like a little expensive bit expensive. Also, but but that, they're not that much more expensive than the Burger King, Burger Ranch, McDonald's, and they're so much better. Right, but they're both too expensive. What, what like, is there's it, what, no such no. I'm saying hold compared on, to America, a meal, a, meal, a meal at Burgers Bar is what like forty shekels. That's like twelve. No, that's that's the burger at, at Burgers Bar is forty shekel. Ten, like divide by four if you don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, or uh, now, really, it's like 3.2 when I'm poor. But listen, um, <laughs> all right, this is probably very boring for people, including people who know what we're talking about. Um, but anyway, it was an amazing yeah, environment. Yeah, you either know what we're talking about and you don't need the exposition, right. or you don't know what we're talking about and, and you don't and care. We are, yeah, Amari <laughs> had a few dunks. He literally can't jump anymore other than like to dunk for a half a second. The crowd was amazing. Uh, Jerome Dyson. Uh, uh, unless a gay man comes into the locker room. Hey, yo. I am Did he a, apologize for that, by the way? I don't remember. Um, I, I am uh, a big UConn fan, so the best player on the court was uh, Hopol Jerusalem's Jerome Dyson, who was a very good UConn player. He played for the Hornets or the maybe the Pelicans for um, a year, but uh, he was really good. It's always fun seeing like guys you remember like a, from college. Sort of a stiff center, Jerome Dyson. He's a shooting guard. He's like a shooting guard. If he was one inch taller, he'd, he'd be in the NBA for ten years. No. no, stiff centers were like Travis Knight, Jake Voskel. Those are the guys. Those are the UConn. Yeah, well, guys those are white guys, though. Yeah, UConn <laughs> used to have like a really legendary row of stiff white guy centers who played like 10 years in the NBA. Then yeah. they started becoming black guys who were stiffs, like Emeka Okafor <laughs> and Jeff Adrian and all those guys. Emeka um, Okafor was better than that. Emeka Okafor's Very good player. Very good. No, no, not really. Emeka Okafor averaged a double-double. He just got yeah, hurt. Yeah, for his career. Yeah, he was a solid player. Very he, good player. Maybe he he was the number one pick. He shouldn't have been picked ahead of Dwight Howard, but really good yeah. player. He just, he, he had injury problems. By the way, that Dwight Howard, also a guy who um, historically does not get the uh, credit that he's due. All right, so why don't you give us the top 20 NBA final winners of all time? I'm curious to hear if the Warriors are 1 or 2 or 20 or... Okay, all right, so we're doing... Okay, so we were going to start. We are going to rank all the NBA finalists since 1998. I could do that also. So now but... I thought people would find that interesting, but Chester's not really concerned with what you find interesting. He wants to... 
do what he finds interesting and says, All right. screw yeah. the fans. That's what he usually says. That's All right. So here's the, here's the top. Yeah. So here's the top 20, the best 20 teams in NBA history. Mm-hmm. You have to have won the finals to qualify. Although I will discuss where last year's Warriors would have been had they won. Um, okay. All right, so we'll go quickly. Um, we'll start with 21, uh, KG's number, Tim Duncan's number. Uh, the 2009 Lakers, mm-hmm. um, you know, that team, they they were only, they the only managed to win. That's the first one the second one. That was 2009. It, remember, so the Celtics win in 2008, the first year of the big three there. 2009, the Celtics are much better. They're like 30-3, and three, some absurd record. Then mm-hmm. Garnett gets injured and misses the playoffs. Yeah. Because Garnett's injured and misses the playoffs and because LeBron incomprehensibly tanks himself oh, the magic in his last year. Yeah. yeah. So the Magic end up in the finals, so yeah. the Lakers didn't have much of a challenge There's there. There's just so. a couple years in the last 25 years where like a team that clearly should not be in the finals makes the finals, and yeah. that happens. Yeah, so yeah. So if Garnett's yeah, healthy, the Really, then, the best you example, a- you're not getting the finals losing teams. The best example ever is is the, um, what's it, the 07 team, that, the Cavs, like that garbage Cavs team that gets swept by the Spurs. Yeah, well, That's all like, those teams, every Eastern well, Conference finalist team, basically, between two, after Michael Jordan retired and until LeBron went to Miami. But that's a really like bad team because the Spurs team yeah. that they lost to wasn't that deep. I mean, it had Parker, yeah. Duncan, and Joel yeah, in the yeah. prime, but like it wasn't that you know it wasn't that good of a team. And, but people and they made were a big deal this year about how it was the first time ever that you had the same teams facing each other three years in a row in the NBA Finals. That's never happened. It almost happened with the Lakers and Celtics in the eighties. It would have happened with the Lakers and Celtics in 08, 09, 010 because they met in 08, 010. they met in 010, yeah. and in 09, again they would have if Garnett had been injured. Sure. So the Lakers. Uh, didn't have much of a challenge in the finals, but you know that was a pretty good team. Uh, Did you cry when Garnett won his championship? Yes, like Ray Bork style. Everybody in America was crying out of laughter. I think during his, uh, you know, anything is possible. Anything is possible. And, and me you and KG were, like, were right. crying out of joy. Yes. Yeah. I made so much fun growing up of the Ray Bork thing. Remember when Ray Bork yeah, went to Colorado? Of course. Yeah, I literally just referenced yeah. it two seconds ago. You don't listen. Oh. Okay. And, the, and, the, and I did the same thing. I was, I mean, I the time I lived in Boston, I lived in Boston for three years. In those three years, the Patriots uh, not just won a Super Bowl, but went un, or went to multiple Super Bowls and went undefeated, and their best player was Randy Moss, former Viking. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the Twins, excuse me, the Red Sox won the World Series. Uh, their best player was David Ortiz, former Twin. The Celtics won the NBA Finals. Their best player was Kevin Garnett, former Timberwolf. Um... And so I had to win, and then the Bruins also won, um, although that had nothing to do with Minnesota. Um, I hated all the Boston teams with a passion, but I loved the Celtics because I love KG. So um, I did root for the Celtics. I was, the fact that Paul Pierce got the NBA Finals uh, uh, MVP award was idiotic, but Tony Parker still won from, from Duncan once also. Yeah. You know, it's just dumb when they do these things. I mean, Andre Guadala got it. I mean, you, know, you could argue Duncan should have won five, right? You could definitely argue he was be- – Kawhi didn't do anything the first few games of that series. You could argue Duncan maybe should have won uh, the fifth title also, and he should he should have five in, in yeah. the finals. Well, so as, as you know, or maybe you don't know, the idea of there being an NBA Finals MVP is stupid because you're basically on four games. It no, it should be the playoffs MVP. MVP. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And I, I have, it would actually I Tim, add more to the trophy. The yeah, I give MVP. Tim Duncan four playoff MVPs in his right. career. Well, you do you uh, give LeBron that year because he yeah, even exactly. – yeah, I, that's it, fair. It, yeah, it, the, you know, the Spurs won in seven, but uh, LeBron was better over the course of those playoffs. Uh, yeah. You know, Dunk, Duncan was That's, part of the, I don't the team at that point. Yeah. It's crazy uh, yeah. that Kawhi Leonard, like, who now, again, in my opinion, is the best player in the NBA, um, like, three years before he was good, <laughs> happened, just, like, randomly won an NBA Finals MVP. Yeah, but that's like Iguodala. He'd never been an All-Star. Yeah. yeah. Well, that year he averaged, I think, 12 and 6 in the regular season. No, I mean, so. they they, yeah. uh, they famously never called a play for him, and they should have. If yeah. they call that one play where Duncan misses the bunny, they win a sixth championship. Yeah, and again, Duncan is clearly the best player on that team. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe Kawhi was a little bit better in the finals, but, you know. He just couldn't uh, get to the hole. Like, Kawhi yeah. scores it like it will on that play. Yeah. Where Duncan stops right. the floor. Really one of the worst moments of my life. No doubt. Okay, so so that's number 21. Number 20 is the mm-hmm. last appearance of your favorite team. Um, the 1999 San Antonio Spurs. Mm, yeah. Jaron they, Jackson. Just, yeah. just rewatch the other the finals just, the other day. They ripped they ripped through the playoffs. They went 15-2 and two in the playoffs. Uh you know, in the regular season, they went 30, 37 and 13 in that abbreviated season. Sean Elliott had, is a really underrated player, I think. Yeah, Sean Elliott was their fourth best player because they had Avery Johnson, who was yeah. sort of at the peak of his power mm-hmm. and such that they were. Yeah. Uh, David Robinson wasn't, you know, was his la- He put up 16 and 10 He wasn't that watched year. up yet. No three. He, yeah, was, exactly. he, was, he was like Shaq those like yeah, last years. Yeah, it was clearly on. Duncan's team, but David Robinson was still putting up like all-star caliber. But Duncan numbers. wasn't even like fully Duncan yet. He was his. Ability was but amazing, but came like, into the league basically fully Duncan. It's true, but he sort of learned a couple tricks every year for those first like yeah. eight years. Okay, yeah, that's true. But I mean, he put up twenty two eleven that year, so yeah. you know he was basically peaked uh, class Duncan. All right, uh, number nine. I mean, imagine trying to score against Duncan Robinson. Like it was really yeah. insane. It was very difficult. Yes, I mean, uh, the famous like but, but the well with that gets team blocked again by is Duncan. They didn't have a challenger in the playoffs because you know the Knicks, the eight seed, the garbage seed. Knicks. Although that wasn't a real eight seed. If that's an eighty two game season, that's like a four seed. They were they were like well, hold on, but they were but they were without Patrick, their best player. So that's true. You can say that they, 
Yeah, so anyways. Sprewell, by the way, if you ever rewatch those finals, Sprewell's amazing in those finals. He's yeah. like, he put up almost 40 in that last game. He literally gets blocked at the end of game five by Duncan Robinson and Will Perdue. Like, the Spurs decided to play the, the three seven-footers, which is, like, insane now where teams are trying to play zero. Yeah. Um, like, it, <laughs> Will Perdue is, like, the small forward, but yeah. it's just ridiculous. <laughs> All right, number 19, the 1989 Detroit Pistons. Uh, this was the best Pistons team. This is a team that it's just they didn't have a super-duper star, but they just had, you know, seven or eight stars. You know, Isaiah Thomas, Joe Dumars, Bill Lambert, Adrian Dantley, uh, Dennis Rodman, who was just a defensive beast uh, and wasn't crazy then. This team also went 15-2 and two in the playoffs, so they ripped through the playoffs. And this is the late 80s where, you know, doing that was pretty impressive, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's uh, number 18. The 1998 Chicago Bulls, the very last run of those Bulls, um, you know, Jordan and Pippen uh, and Rodman sort of on their last legs. Uh, Tony Kukoc, uh, probably their next best player after that. So there, there's so many Bulls involved. And this was a team, again, the Bulls, they were sort of challenged by the Pacers in the conference finals, if I recall. And then the Jazz, you know, obviously uh, put up a decent fight. But uh, famously, the Bulls never even had to go to a seventh game uh, in the NBA finals. All right. All right number 17 is the 2008 Boston Celtics, you know, uh, the, the KG, uh, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen team. They get they went sixty six and sixteen in the regular season, which is incredible. You know, only like six or seven teams have ever done that, I think. But they get a demerit because they they lost ten games in the playoffs. They even went to seven games in the first round against Atlanta, and it made mm-hmm. no sense because their four wins they won by like thirty five points each. But for some reason they couldn't close teams out, and so they get a slight demerit for that. Um, you know, also probably their fifth best player was like a, like a young Kendrick Perkins. You know, there it was a big three and then a young Rondo and then a big drop after that. Um, but that team, you know, 66 games, pretty impressive. All right. Uh, number 16 is the 1987 Lakers. Um, this is by the by this point, Kareem is the third wheel. He's putting up 17 and seven. Uh, this is James Worthy at his peak. Uh, James, James Worthy is another guy, by the way, who stole an NBA Finals award that obviously belonged to Magic. Uh, Magic, obviously, the peak of his powers at this point. Um, Byron Scott, by the way, was scoring. Se- Byron Scott was basically a fourth option and was basically as good. I mean, obviously not as good a shooter, but overall similar to Clay Thompson. Yeah, now. Some people call him the Sean Elliott of his time. Yeah. <laughs> and that he has two first names. Um, and uh, Byron Scott, uh, not as good. Well, actually, Byron Scott as a coach, he's gone like downhill in the last 10 years. Byron Scott? Like he was a, yeah, he was a much better coach. It's crazy. Like, if you're a good coach once, you get five gigs, basically, in the league. Yeah, or like Alvin Gentry. There's a lot of these guys. But then but then for some reason, they get – some guys, Doc Rivers, was good in Orlando and then was good about – like, he was good in several different places. But then a lot of these guys are very good at one location and then terrible. Well, you know, I think the getting... secret is, for the most part, uh, if you have good players – Good players, yes, good. exactly. <laughs> All right, so that's the 87 Lakers. Number 15 – is the uh, the fo 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 eighty three seventy sixers? They went twelve and one in the playoffs. They did lose one playoff game. Uh, Moses Malone put up a 20, 25 and fifteen that year. Um, I believe he was the MVP. Uh, Doctor J put up twenty one seven and four. Uh, Mo Cheeks was uh, one of the best defensive point guards we've ever seen, and also put up thirteen and seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew Tony scored twenty points a game off the bench. Uh, Bobby Jones was another fantastic defensive player. Um, so Sixers are uh, number fifteen, number fourteen. Uh, we're going old school. The 1965 Boston Celtics. The 65 Celtics. Uh, Bill Russell, Sam I mean, literally Jones. a team of like me, you, and three like clowns could beat that team right now. <laughs> Sam Jones uh, scored 26 points a game that year. Uh, Especially John if Havlicek. it was like them now. Like it was Sam Jones uh, <laughs> and Bill Russell now. <laughs> yeah. Actually, they'd probably beat us. <laughs> yeah. All right. Number 13, I have the Warriors, uh, the 2015 Warriors, the first year of this little run. Um, Curry that year scored 23 points a game, so he didn't reach like the super duper powers that he reached the next two years when he won the MVP. Um, and, and Draymond Green also wasn't as good as he become the next couple of years. He, he had 3.7 assists per game that year, whereas like you know a year later he was at like seven or eight assists a game. Um, so the, those Warriors were still very good. They they won 67 games and they pretty much cruised through the playoffs. Number 12 is the 91 Bulls. Uh, this is the first title for Jordan. They went 15 and two in the playoffs, so they really ripped their way through there. Um, Jordan, you know, peak of his powers, obviously. Scotty Pippen, peak of his powers. Horace Grant, one of the most underrated players ever. Bill Cartwright, another underrated guy. Uh, B.J. Armstrong. So, you know, the 91 Bulls. Do you remember the 91 NBA Finals or no? Not really. Um, I was definitely, like, aware of the NBA when it was going on, but no, not not yeah. much. Not yeah, much. so that was, yeah. The Finals against the Lakers was basically that for me. I remember being in the room when the 1990 Finals were on, but I don't remember. Oh. Also, so because year, of, I remember know, be, vividly against the Blazers in '92. Yeah, '91, I, I don't remember that. I much. think I do, but a lot of it, a, a lot of most memories from when you're a kid are like reinforced by, yeah, 
Like a lot of it is pictures. Like I tell my wife, like yeah. I have a great grandfather, and I have no idea. Well, we've what we've argued about like. this before. You have no recollections of anything. No, nobody does because I, I've yeah, never. I don't see pictures wrong, of my great grandfather, okay. so I don't know what he looked like. It's just and my wife wrong. thinks she remembers, but it's it's fake memory. It's okay, it's but I have memories of things that aren't photographed. So that you're you just have a bad. But memory, they're also fake memories. No, they're not. There's specific memory. Like, I think I've told you this one before. When I was three, my dad picked me up from daycare. Yeah. It was on a Friday. We were walking from the building yeah. to the garage, and I had jelly beans. And my dad said to me, you know, our president likes jelly beans. That happened when I was three. And, like, 15 years later, I learned in some book or reading somewhere. That Are you Ronald sure you Reagan weren't 18 when it happened? And, no. like, then you were reading the book? And, and, and I, was, I was reading a book when I was, like, 18, and I read that Ronald Reagan likes jelly beans. And I'm like, hey, wait a second. I know that. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. And then I suddenly the memory flashed back to you. Oh, I know that because my dad told me when I was okay. three, you know. And okay. Anyways. Um, all right. Well, let's go much faster here. Uncle Kiwi's got to go to sleep. Okay. All right. Uh, number 11, the 2000 Lakers. So I have a pet peeve. So Bill Simmons is always going on and on about the 2001 Lakers who went 15-1 through the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But the 2001 Lakers were trash in the regular season. Yeah. Like their SRS, which is sort of an advanced stat, is 374 which is, you know, not much above, you know, zero is average. Most NBA finalist teams are like seven, eight, nine. Mm-hmm. They, were, they won 56 games. They were lazy in the regular season. And you can't just judge on 15, on 16 games. You have to judge on a whole season. So the 2000 Lakers were actually better. They won 67 games in the regular season, so dramatically better. Uh, you know, peak Shaq, young Kobe. Shaq in our lifetime was more dominant than, it was like the closest thing to, you know, like Will Chamberlain or, or, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Shaq mm-hmm. was so good in like yeah. 2000. I mean, it was like, it was a joke. Yeah, no, we definitely, we, we, the same way we'll, like the NBA will absolutely dread like the day LeBron's not good anymore. It's like Shaq, it's almost hard to explain how cool Shaq was at, at first, you know? Yeah, he was just so good. And the only problem with that team is like, after Shaq and Kobe, what did they have? Like, Glenn Rice was their third option. He scored 60 points a game and just did nothing but camp out at the three-point Yeah, line. I mean, some of those teams were, some of those, some of those yeah. like three through 15s were real bad. Yeah. All right, uh, now we're in the top 10. Number 10 is the 1960 Boston Celtics. I already said the 65 Celtics. The 60 Celtics is Bob Cousy, Bill Charman, Frank Ramsey. I think their their entire starting five was all-stars. Of course, there's only 18 in the league. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, whatever. Uh, 1960, hard to judge. Number nine is the 2013 Miami Heat. Uh, this was the best of the LeBron Heat teams. This is also, frankly, the best LeBron team we've ever seen. It I mean, was... this is a fraudulent team that obviously should not have won the championship. Okay, yeah. So, you know, obviously you're bitter about uh, about the finals. Bitter. I mean, they were in game six. They're down, you know, if if Popovich doesn't decide to take out, like, one of the best players in NBA history, yeah. who happens to be the best rebounder on the team, to get the rebound, then he gets the rebound instead of Danny Green slapping at it because he doesn't know how to catch a ball. And that's it. Spurs win that game by seven or eight points, and they're the champions. They have six rings. Yep. All yeah. right. Okay, 1967 Philadelphia 76ers. At the time, they set the record. Yeah, we got a lot of emails, by the way. They, people want to hear more about that team. Yeah. Well, that team at the time was had the greatest record in history, um, a record that would be broken by the Lakers five years later, and then obviously by the Bulls, what was it, uh, 15, 20 years later, and then by the Warriors last year. Um, but this team was just insanely stacked. Will Chamberlain put up 24-24-8 that year, which is like a joke. Um and then I mean, Chet Walker scored nineteen and eight. Uh, Hal Greer twenty two and five. Billy Cunningham nineteen and seven. I mean that team was ridiculously stacked. Um, and Will Chamberlain finally broke through and won a title. And uh, Will's not done on this list, by the way. Mm-hmm. Number seven, I have the ninety two Bulls. So the ninety two Bulls even better than the ninety one Bulls. Uh, you know, Jordan was you know still Jordan, but Pippen took a big step forward from ninety one to ninety two. A horse Grant also got a little bit better. Uh, B.J. Armstrong got a little bit older, um, but you know th- I think John Paxson's like their fifth best player. So okay. drops off after that. But uh, this is the next spot where if the Warriors had beaten the Cavs in Game Seven last year, mm-hmm. I would have put the Warriors here uh, between six and seven. Um, I'd even though they set the record in the regular season, I I don't think they were the best team ever last year. Um, you know. After their big three of, of Curry, Green, and Clay, I mean, we just see this year. You add Durant, and it makes them so dramatically better. All right, number six, I have more Bulls, the '97 Bulls. Mm. That was this is the year after '72 and '10, and they only went '69 and '13. Uh, you know, but uh, uh, you know what else you have to say? Jordan, Pippen, Rodman. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of Bulls on this list. There's a lot of Jordan on this list. Number five, the 1971 Milwaukee Bucks. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar comes to Milwaukee, uh, or comes to the NBA. Oscar Robinson joins him uh, from from Cincinnati. And, and the Big O finally gets his title. Uh, you know, this team was, I mean, it was young Kareem. He put up 32-16 and 16 that year. Oscar wasn't, you know, as good as he still, but he was still, you know, an all-star. He put up 19-6-8, so he was still good. Bob Dandridge. Um, all right. 
Number four is the 96 Bulls. The best Bulls, obviously, they went 72 and 10. So this is one of the teams that people say is like the greatest team of all time, obviously. To me, it's like, it's Jordan, Pippen, Rodman, and then, I guess, Tony Kukoc. But what do you have next? Like, who, who, who else is in there? Like, Steve Kerr is on the floor, you know, in crunch time. Yeah. You can't Luke be the Longley. greatest team of all time and have Steve Kerr or Luke Longley on the floor in crunch time. I was time a Bill Wennington guy myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the, the 96 Bulls. They used to refer to, like, Longley, Wennington, and whoever the third center was as, like, 18 fouls. That was, like, a big deal. They could give you 18 fouls. That was their value. Yeah, who, do, who do they need to foul, though? No, I don't know. It didn't make any... Yeah. People didn't know anything about basketball back then. Just FYI. Yeah. All right. Number three is uh, Bill Simmons' selection for the greatest team of all time, the 86 Celtics. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the best Celtics team. They won 67-15. Uh, Bird, Peak Bird, uh, Peak Kevin McHale, uh, Robert Parrish, still uh, you know an all-star. Dennis Johnson, uh, great on both sides. Of the, uh, you know, Danny Ainge coming off the bench. Uh, Bill Walton, you know, cheering and not really doing much else. They were good, but there's two teams that are better than them. So number two is this year's Warriors. This year's Warriors only, quote-unquote, won 67 games in the regular season, which is the same as the 86 Celtics. Uh, but their advanced stats are actually better than last year's team. Their point differential was better. Mm-hmm. And they just went 16-0 and through the playoffs. And, yes, I'm assuming that they're going to win tomorrow night. But basically, no, they, you, took, they won. you could You, you could you, write it down. You took arguably the best team of all time, and then you added the second-best player in the league in Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. It's, like, ridiculous. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's an original take that no one said before. Keep going. Yeah, exactly. So, so I have this year's Warriors as the second greatest team in NBA history. And the best team in NBA history is the 1972 Los Angeles Lakers. Mm, I thought you were going to go 03 Spurs, but keep going. Yeah. People don't I don't understand why people don't talk. Okay, so this team, they they set the record for most wins all time, you know, they broke the the Sixers record and they set the record that, that Michael Jordan would break uh, in 96. Uh-huh. Um, I just don't understand it. Where well, do most they, people rate this team? Akiva well, so part of the problem is that there. during the ABA era, the NBA and ABA were split in terms of where the talent was. Mm-hmm. So he, they weren't necessarily, you know, there was there was five or six great players who were busy stuck in the other league. Although mm-hmm. that's really true more in the mid to late 70s, like 74, 75, 76, when Dr. J emerges. Like the early ABA was one off, like Rick Barry would come for a year or something like that, or, or Zelmo Beatty or whatever. So it wasn't exactly the same. But um, Jerry West, 26, 4 and 10. Uh, Will Chamberlain. 15 and 19. Gil Goodrich, 26 points a game as a third option. Mm-hmm. Happy Hairston put up 13 and 13, and he's like a fifth option on this team. Jim and he has a great name. Happy, yeah, happy Hairston. Happy. Jim McMillan put up 19 and 7, and he's like the sixth or seventh option on this team. It's like yeah. ridiculous how deep this team was. I like to call uh, him J Mac, but yeah. Yeah, G yeah, Mac and, and Double H. Well, actually, if your name is Happy, you don't need a nickname. J Mac. Yeah. I, I assume. Remember J Mac, the, three, the threes guy, the autistic threes guy? I love that guy. That you don't remember him? Vaguely. Oh, my God. It was like a high school kid. He was like the high school manager or something. Yeah, he like drilled threes. Yeah. So that's it. So the the Lakers in 1972 were the greatest team of all time, but the uh, this year's Warriors are second. It's just uh, the difference is like they only go four deep. Like after Durant, Curry, Draymond, and Clay, like who's their next best player? Like Andre Guadalu scores seven points a game. And and it's just it's hard to compare to a team that had like five all stars. Andre Guadalu was good four years ago. He's a really good player. He was good on the Sixers. Bro, I'm saying like he's, he's not good anymore. Yeah, I mean, he's good for what he does, but the point is, like, you know... I'm a McAdoo if, guy. I think McAdoo's the fifth best player. Yeah, um, he's, he's good in limited minutes. <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, I mean, JaVale's, yeah. JaVale's pretty good, honestly. JaVale was very good in the first two rounds, and then he sort of, you know... This isn't totally the series for him, but he's a good player. Yeah, and, yeah, and also, you can't give him too many opportunities, because the more chances you give him, the more likely that he's going to screw up at some point. Mm-hmm. So, all right, so that's a podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fun to do this again. Next week, we got the state's rankings from 50 to 1. Uh, yeah, excited about it. Uh, we're ranking the states. By the way, I'm going to complain about this next week. You have probably been to less states than any American I've ever known. Yeah, email like right in or total. tweeted us or email us and let us know how many states you've been to. If you're an American, I don't care how many states. Freaking. Although it'll be funny if like a lot of Canadians have beat me, which I'm sure they have. Yeah, but I'm sure a lot of like Scandinavians. How many states? I sent you my states. I think 13 and 14. If I've ever been in Virginia, which I don't remember. Yeah, that's a very small amount of states, especially for somebody from the Northeast where all the states are like closer to like and three states on a daily basis. How about this? Not only that, but I also once went to four baseball games in in like 36 hours in two days and knocked out two states that I've never been to before since in those 36 hours, which is uh, Georgia for a Braves game and Texas for a Rangers game. Like I've never been. I've never been to the state of Texas. You've never been to Texas. Yeah. That's a big gap. You know what was insane? You know Mark Zuckerberg's going to all 50 states to meet people? He had never been to Texas till like two months ago, which seems insane, right? Yeah, well, we'll see where I put Texas on my state rankings. We'll see how important it really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we'll see I, where <laughs> I put Minnesota. Texas. I should, yeah. like, trade you. you know. 
<laughs> and now you are moving to New Jersey, so I don't know if that's going to help New Jersey's ranking or hurt it. I'm not sure. Yeah. You're New Jersey's mini- ranking is New Jersey's ranking is pretty low. You're Even a minivan driver who lives in New Jersey right now or about. Yeah, I had the weirdest experience. So I literally you, at, did you right are you officially before, a minivan owner? Right before we started this podcast, I got mm-hmm. the keys to the car. Mm-hmm. And I instead of I'm trying to see how much I should say in the podcast, but whatever, who cares? I'm sure he listens, this guy. Yeah. Instead of getting the car from the dealer, I, I went like some private guy who sort of gets cars wholesale and then and then whatever. It's like a, but new it's cars. Like a business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we had an agreement via text. And I show up to sign the lease document. He delivers the car to your house, and I show up to sign the documents. And the the amount down at closing on the document was six thousand, and the amount we agreed to was nineteen hundred. So I asked about it. He said, "Yeah, you're only giving nineteen hundred." I'm like, "Yeah, but this is a document between me and U.S. Bank that says six thousand. He said, "Yeah, don't worry about it. There's rebates and this, that, and the other thing." I'm like, "All right, but I need some kind of memorialization, some document. Like, I'm sorry to be a lawyer here, but I need a document that says that I only have to pay nineteen hundred, so that they can't come to me later and say, "Oh, by the way, you owe us forty one hundred dollars." And this guy's like, you know, most people just sign everything and don't even read it. I'm like, you know, I'm sorry for being a lawyer. <laughs> like, I'm going to sign something. So, so then he says to me, all right, we'll work it out later. And I didn't sign anything. And I said, well, do you want the car back? He's like, oh, I trust you. So I currently have the keys to the car, but I haven't paid anything. I haven't signed anything. So I do have a car technically, yes, a minivan. Oh, what a, and what kind of minivan? What am I advertising for now? I mean, Chrysler. We, we don't do free ads on this podcast either, right? A, a cri- well, but I got a free car, so maybe. <laughs> maybe Did you really get a free car? Some... Well, I have a car. I haven't paid for it. So. Oh, that's right. You haven't paid. I don't for know it. what else you call that. Yeah. It's a Chrysler Pacifica. I mean, you have a car you haven't paid for, but I feel like this guy is happy to murder you if you don't pay for it. So. Yeah, it's not just so like the. I mean, he has literally all my documents. He has my social security uh, number. Obviously. Did he come he recommended me... from like people who have used him? Well, so okay, so now I'm really getting in hot water here. My wife has a friend. Trying to be very. I'm just trying to think here. who's gonna like if he does kill you or like yeah. gets you in jail. Who's gonna take over the podcast? My wife has a friend who's not the savviest necessarily, mm-hmm. and yeah. and and she was referred to him by somebody else who is uh, even dumber. No, no, no. Whose uh, morality and ethics would make him eligible to serve in the Trump administration, which he supports. Robbie? Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. no, no. Don't don't defame Robbie. No, well, Robbie, Robbie. Does, you know, I yeah. love Robbie. I'm ex- Robbie, I'm excited for college football season. We're going to blow a college no, football I don't question Robbie's morals or ethics. I don't no. question his politics. No, yeah. no. I don't even Anyways. question those. Let's go yeah. Trump. <laughs> so anyway, so the recommendation got me a little bit nervous. And, and so I asked many of my friends, especially some of my friends who are in the same uh, community as, as this guy and mm-hmm. would know him and know other people who engage in some such kind of, you know, similar businesses. And none of them had heard of him. So maybe a little, mm. a little word. So I'm a little bit worried. Yeah. So I'm not sure what's going on. Um, he gave me a car, so I have a car right now. I have a minivan. It's pure sex. If that van is a rock. Actually, you know what? If that van is a rock, and don't come a knocking because it's probably I'm shaking in fear because my wife is yelling at me so hard about something. So, <laughs> I mean, you, like you guys both drive, right? This isn't one of these Manhattan things where you, one of you has to learn how to drive. I, well, my wife has never driven in Manhattan, basically. And, I, and like, like, I'm like, you realize you're going to be having to do it like several times a week. So. Oh, she's going to drive into work? I mean, she only works yeah. one day a week. Let's not give her any yeah. credit for that. Yeah, but yes, she is planning on doing so. She's going to end up making you drive her. I can't wait. It's not just that. No, she's going to make me get. She's going to get a parking lot because she doesn't want to learn how to parallel park. Oh, just make her teach her how to parallel park. My wife will teach uh, her when we come into New York. My wife is truly. Right, like, she just walked into the room, so now I have to stop talking about her. My wife is trouble. truly the best parallel parker on earth. Like she could get in. We would squeeze in so many spots in Washington. Yeah, Heights, but your wife is stuff. better than you at literally every single thing. No, but she's so. really good. She's All right, really good I will I will pay your wife one hundred dollars to teach my wife to parallel park. My All wife right. would first of all would do it for free. Extend she, the offer. She doesn't believe in working. <laughs> <laughs> that, I wouldn't be able right. to say I'm the sole breadwinner then. Okay, so in, in August or whenever you people are in New York, uh, I will welcome you to our new abode in New Jersey, and she can teach my wife how to parallel park. Mm, okay. The, so the, the the more expensive model of this vehicle is one of those cars that does like the self parallel parking. Mm-hmm. There was actually a commercial for my car during the NBA Finals last night, and they show the parallel the car parallel parking by itself. But we didn't get that model. So. My wife's gonna have to use your wife to teach her. We were really all all over the map here. Yeah. Well, that's why I said this was. What do we call this podcast? What's the name of it? Uh, back back after two weeks. Just say we're back. Uh, yeah. Bitches. No, don't say bitches. We're back. Uh, we'll just fax. We're back with that uh, number forty-five. All right, Akiva. I will talk to you uh, probably next week, but hopefully longer than that. Bye, bye. But I want you to know that I was wrong. I know, I know. I just wanna say that I was wrong. I know, I 
be so warm those days I try not to remember I got lost in the storm of my way couldn't pull myself together so together and I'll be the first to tell you you were right oh you were right oh you were right oh try to say I'm sorry this time but I want you to know for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.